Hey guys, my name is Anastasia. And I'm Yana, and we are from Russia, and yes, we do have some that charming accent. And we hope that you love it. Anyway, we're here to bring you our brand new podcast, Oh Those Russians. Every Wednesday, we will dive deep into reality and myths that surround Russia. Do we keep bears as pets? Are we all ultra-rich or super poor? Do we have a shot of vodka for breakfast? Uh, it depends on the day. Right. We will answer all of these questions and give you a glimpse into the lives of Russian people, our traditions, pains and successes, struggles, and passions. We will also have guests on this podcast, so join us on this adventure through today's Russia. And don't forget to recommend this podcast to your close ones. Yeah, right, so that they can enjoy the right too. Oh, and we will also learn a couple of very important Russian words each episode. So, let's go and bring a little bit of Russia into your life. Does that sound scary? Is there a better way to start a podcast about our Russian lives than to talk about vodka and all the myths and traditions that surround it? Yeah, right. We'd like to give you a heads up that we will be talking about alcohol in this very first episode. So if you feel like this is a sensitive topic for you, please skip this one. Yes, alcohol can be addictive and we are not promoting it for sure. So, Nastya, do we have a shot of vodka for breakfast? Well, it depends on the day, as you've said before. But seriously, though, I've always thought of alcohol in a way that it's a relationship for me. I enjoy social drinking, for sure. A glass of wine at dinner, a pint or two of beer, you know, with you. Yeah, last Friday. Yeah, last Friday, right now. <laughs> I love... <laughs> I love the buzz. It was a secret. Yeah, well, come on. Uh, I love the buzz it gives and the effect it has on my brain. <laughs> so I guess what you are trying to say is that if you enjoy the mindfully and you assess your relationship with substance that it might become a beautiful balanced friendship. Well, at least for you personally. Yeah, for me personally. I guess you're right. So, Yana, do you think Russians have a special relationships with vodka as a cultural phenomenon? Because as Russians, we know that for sure, a lot of people around the world think that it's the number one drink that we drink here. And it's safe to say that vodka, thanks to marketing and And smart entrepreneurs has become the brand associated with Russia. Oh yeah, it's true. It's definitely one of those things come to mind when you say Russia. You know, I would like to dispel one of the most popular myths about Russian vodka right away. So this myth is about the father of chemistry, Dmitry Mendeleev, and how he invented vodka. Oh yes, please dispel this one. I know this one. Uh, of course, just one moment. So <laughs> Mendeleev, who is mostly famous for developing the periodic table of chemical elements, defended his doctoral dissertation on the combination of alcohol with water in 1865. There he actually spoke about the water-alcohol solutions and their physical properties, but he never came up with vodka's 40% strength standard. The legend was actually invented later. Witty merchants came up with the story about Mendeleev being the father of vodka after his death. They basically used the name of the world 
most famous Russian scientists for their own purposes. Yeah, yeah, right. I don't know whether it's another myth or not, but they say that Mendeleev did not drink vodka, actually, because he was afraid of becoming an alcoholic, like one of his elder brothers. He preferred to drink red wine, although I am with Mendeleev on this one. But I'm not sure... If, like, you can only become an alcoholic if you drink vodka, I guess beer and, like, wine are also addictive. And I remember this last Friday you drink beer. Yeah, I drink beer. Not like Mendeleev, right? No, 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 no. Last Friday I drank beer because I actually enjoy beers. Yeah. <laughs> you prefer beer, yeah? I prefer beers. Yeah. yeah. So And wine, but not vodka. <laughs> yeah, not vodka. So I'm with Mendeleev on this one, too. Anyway, this drink has become a cultural heritage over the past century and is now strongly associated with Russia. There even this one brand that claims on the bottle label in 1894 Dmitry Mendeleev, the greatest scientist in all Russia, received the decree to set the imperial quality standard for Russian vodka and the Russian standard was born. But We know that the standard was around when Mendeleev was, I think, maybe 10 years old. Yeah, Mendeleev was 10 years old when the standard was invented or whatever. And uh, you can never underestimate marketing, right? Like this Mendeleev story. It gives this drink, this this brand, so much more credibility. It's like they say, oh, there is science, you know, we are scientific. Like, look, our vodka is like proper vodka. So drink it! Thanks to the same marketing efforts and some other factors, of course, vodka became immensely popular all over the world. I know some people love it in a cocktail, like a famous Bloody Mary, a Moscow Mule, in a copper cup, of course. And some people actually sip vodka. Like, I can't imagine how they do it. Like, how can you sip vodka? Yes, and I think in Russia we're mostly thought to drink vodka is one fast gulp. So remember, you need to exhale, drink your vodka really fast and then either sniff something or eat something like a pickle. Yeah, I think pickle is like the best thing to eat after vodka. Yeah. I suppose you can sip fancy flavored vodka, not the one that I've drank when I was a teenager. You know that our traditions and sayings around drinking vodka mostly originated in the Soviet era. Yeah, well, what else was there to drink really? Like, I know that at some point point they try to promote beer instead of vodka so they the, the the government was trying to say to the public like hey guys drink beer instead so don't drink vodka but get shit faced on beer and um <laughs> i was i was born in 1989 so i can't give you any insights into the actual soviet experience but from what i've seen and heard as a child this was actually the number one drink i mean everybody drank vodka they didn't have wine maybe at the south like yeah maybe yeah maybe in the south yeah but in in big cities they they only drank vodka so right and there are so many rules and rituals around drinking vodka i remember the one that says you can pour vodka into a glass that it's not on the table like you can't hold it on your hand above the table and pour the drink so one of the most possible reasons for this is the practicality of Soviet people. It was common to buy a bottle of vodka and go drink it somewhere where nobody could see you, away from the eyes of the police and 
passers-by, so if you're poor, your vodka and some dark alley in a hurry with your glass in your hand, you are likely lose some of the liquid, so you'd better put your glass on some surface and only then start pouring. Yeah, that's very smart actually, now that I think of it, but I've also heard from my grandma, I think, you know, thanks. I think you like, like yeah, your Yeah, I, I love my grandparents, For taught sure. me so much. And uh, what I've heard from her is that you can't pour vodka when you hold the glass in your hand because of the tremor. So your hand is shaking because you're, you're having a withdrawal syndrome so you should put your glass on the table or on the bench or anywhere some surface you know because your hand is shaking and so you mean shake 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 i mean shake shake shake, 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 shake. <laughs> yes shake your vodka in the your vodka. hand <laughs> being a soviet man you know yeah. and shake 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 your vodka yeah so i never thought about it but it kind makes sense. Another famous saying that every Soviet kid knows is, let's drink one bottle for a free people. Yeah, I know this one. And oh my God, it's so hard to translate. So the meaning is basically what you said, like, let's have one bottle for three people. And because uh, like three men, usually men, of course, sorry for this, but they would buy one bottle of vodka and drink it. So I tried to explain uh, about this tradition. So this thing dates back to the times when Nikita Khrushchev was the head of the state. So he decided to fight alcoholism. Naturally. Yeah. And the attitudes of the Soviet government towards alcohol consumption shifted through the state's history. Starting, for example, after a total ban on alcohol during the Second World War tried to promote moderate consumption in the later years. But Khrushchev launched an anti-alcoholism campaign in 1958. It prohibited selling vodka in cafes that were near airports, railway stations, and so on, people could only buy and drink vodka in expensive restaurants or at home. The price of the bottle of vodka reached free rubles and it was super expensive for the most people. So the thing about buying a bottle of vodka and drink it somewhere in a dark alley probably come from the desire to save money. Yeah, I guess you're absolutely right. So it was much cheaper to just chip in one ruble per person, right? And drink this bottle outside than go to an expensive restaurant. And um, you you wouldn't want to drink at home because at home you've got your wife and kids and proverbial mother-in-law who lives like in the same flat or room in Komunalka. I actually heard about those, like, you know, one bottle for three. those things we learn about vodka from our parents and movies and literature. Right, right, we do. Because like when we're born, we, we hear all those stories. Like my favorite is that you should never drink anything that is less stronger than vodka after you've drunk it. My mom taught me that. Thank you, mom. And <laughs> she also taught me that like you should never mix drinks. This one is a bit contradictory because there is this famous Russian drink called Yorsh. It's basically a mix of vodka and beer. I remember I was around 13. Oh, vodka and beer. You've never tried that? No. Never? Never. Honestly? 
honestly. Okay, yeah, and I have a story to tell. I think it's very strange name, Jorsch. I don't know. Actually, Jorsch. I don't know where the name came from. It's, no, it doesn't it's matter. actually, yeah, but it's it's an interesting question because, like, for some reason, my teenage friend, and it, it was like 2002, 2003, so I was around 13, 14 years old. My teenage friends, they knew what Josh was, right? Okay. And so we went to a shop and bought a bottle of vodka and a huge bottle of beer and we just mixed it. Oh, you're crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's the, Russians. Oh, those fucking Russians. And the, yeah. <laughs> and the funniest thing is that nobody like in a shop would ask you for ID. Mm-hmm. So they would just basically sell you vodka when you're 13, which is crazy, but whatever. And so I, we drank this and my friend told me, okay, this is called Yorsh. And after he told me this, I remember nothing, like nothing at all. And um, so while researching for this podcast, I actually came around a website that said Yorsh is the number one drink you should try when you come to Russia. Oh my God. Mm. Never. Never. Never do this unless you really like to experience a total (laughs) blackout like I did when I was 14, right? And add up. Sorry, but maybe they can try it because they can understand. No, you you don't want to be (laughs) me at 14, a teenager, (laughs) shit faced somewhere. No, never, never, (laughs) never never mix vodka with beer. So, yeah, and I'm so glad there were no camera phones when I was younger. Like, I was, yeah, I was shit-faced somewhere. No, no pictures, no evidence. I think if there was Instagram or something like this... You, I think, will be a star. Yeah, would be a star. Yeah. 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 But not now. Just podcasting, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Each alcoholic drink causes its own form of intoxication. And mixing drinks might lead to a total lose of control and blackouts. There is no point in darking other drinks after drinking vodka. You will not be able to fully feel either the taste or the smell, but you are so much more likely to get sick. And you know, I remember when I went to a classic music concert with my parents and my dad offered me a sandwich and I replied, oh no, thanks. I wasn't hungry. I really regretted that my decision when I met with my not so cultural friends and we went to a bar where we mixed many drinks. So my friends called me a taxi. That's the last thing that I remember. In the morning, I woke up with my dad next to me, calmly explaining that I needed to eat something petty before the party and I still remember and appreciate his advice. And one of my favorite rules is that every time you buy something new, you have to drink for it. Like in Russian, we say something like wash it over. But it's only when you buy something expensive. Yeah, I guess so. But I like the idea that you have to drink every time you buy something. Like you buy a bottle of vodka and you just drink, you know. But no, actually, it's when you buy an expensive thing, a car, apartment and so on. A Russian person must necessarily drink for it or wash it over. You know, usually 
circle of like some friends, relatives come around, they drink vodka or some other alcohol. And before drinking alcohol, that they say something like, well, for the purchase. <laughs> and they say that if you don't do this, then the thing will not serve for a long time, like your apartment pool burn down, your car will break. Uh, you know that personally I don't do this, but uh, when I bought a car, I just met with my friends, showed them the car and we drink champagne. There was no vodka. Oh, thank God. Like, is your car still alive? Yeah. yeah. It's not That's broken. good. That's but maybe th- after when we do this podcast, I'll go to my car. <laughs> no, no, don't do no this. Else, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> after this podcast, we will check Jana's car. But I'm really I'm... nervous, you know. <laughs> Jana, okay, I have a serious question for you. Okay. Do we actually say Nazdarovia when we drink, oh. which means to your health? You know, it seems to me that I have not heard such a toast for a very long time and maybe even Never. Russians say this only when a waiter brings food in the cafe or restaurant. The person say thank you and they say to help to him. But certainly not when they make a toast. In Russia, they like to say a long toast, something from the heart. So it's true. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone who wants to wish something to the birthday girl gets up and makes a speech. But this is not necessary, of course. If you shy, you can just go to the birthday girl and wish her whatever you want. So, Nastya, if you want to invite me to your birthday, you know that the third toast is always behind me and I raise glasses to the parents of my friends as a sign of respect. Yeah, that's true. So, in Russia, we say toast to, like, parents of the birthday person. So, if you're born, then Jana will come and she will say, hey, to your parents and we will all drink. This is kind of a tradition here and I will definitely invite you to my next birthday. But um, <laughs> but I've never heard any Russian person say that, to be honest. But for some reason, so many people from other countries around the world that I've met, they say this. It's some kind of stereotype, I guess. It's strange to say to health when you drink alcohol. How can health be related to alcohol? What I heard is that the tradition has its roots in the time of Ivan the Terrible, when Russians began to use use vodka to make medicinal extracts. Right. It's always about how you use the thing, not the thing itself. Anyways, Ivan the Terrible was actually the first one to establish some kind of state policy around vodka production. In, it was in the 16th century, so it was a state monopoly. No, oh, okay. So what do we actually say when we clean our glasses? Well, I personally say nothing, like really, <laughs> unless it's a big day like you've said before like it's some somebody's birthday and I have to make a toast or something and shout out happy birthday but I guess a common equivalent among older generation for cheers would be which literally means let's shiver or let us be but yeah (laughs) but I think this is a 
generational thing. Let's achieve her, yeah. So my grandparents, who I love very much, would use those words when drinking because it was considered inhumane to drink alone or be silent when drinking. Oh, so I think it's very sad to drink alone. Yeah, you should never drink alone, guys. I mean, yes, you no, sure. you can enjoy your drinks whichever you like, but I would, you know. I prefer drink with Nastya. Yeah, I prefer to drink with Yana. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I sometimes say let's shiver, but it's like ironically like vzdrognem. Uh It's more of an homage to the traditions of my parents and my lovely grandparents. Oh, I think that you love your parents so much. Uh, yeah, I do. Parents hi, also. hi, hi, hi. <laughs> I also love my parents and also love my grandparents, of course. Uh, so if you drink with Nastya... Uh, you just be silent, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she say nothing. Nothing. Or maybe let's shiver. So. But no, uh, <laughs> last Friday you just... What did I say last something. Did I? For cheers? Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, let's go. Like, let's go. Let's, let's go it. away. <laughs> yeah, but no, we say like, let's do it, right? Yeah, mm. something like this. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I think we maybe say, okay, let's do it before clinking our glasses. But it depends on where you are. Like in the fancy bar in Moscow or at the table in some village nowhere in Russia who you drink with and so on. Drinking habits, of course, vary depending on geography and social status. Yeah, totally. I agree with you. But all of the things that we've talked about so far, they can in our blood, cultural code, social issue, I don't know, whatever you like to call it. Because it's like the things that we know from our really early childhood. <laughs> yeah, from our parents and my grandparents, guys. Yeah. <laughs> There is one more thing that I just love about how we drink. So if you are late for a party and people have been drinking for a while already, you have to have a so-called penalty shot that we call Strafnaya. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and thank you for saying strafnaya. I just love the oh. sound of it, yeah. Strafnaya. So this one, it doesn't... <laughs> you could do it for ages, like... Strafnaya. Strafnaya. <laughs> so this one, it doesn't exist. If people are drinking shots and you come in, you have to have quick one right away. So like, hey, where's my drink? I'm late, but I have no idea why we do it. Well, yeah, we do it sometimes, but I actually heard that this penalty shot was introduced by Peter the First. He's portrayed as a revolutionary czar in a way that he wanted to modernize his empire and steer Russian people away from what he saw as traditionalist medieval anachronisms. So he eradicated what he thought was detrimental for the empire and introduced so-called Western practices. Oh yeah, right. He's still like one of the most controversial figures in our history. Yeah, so they say that as a Western guy, right? <laughs> he, <laughs> yeah. liked, he liked gatherings. I guess we can call them balls. And uh, all of the people he wanted to see there just had to be there. And if you were late to see the Tsar Peter the Third, 
first, you know, well, bad for you, because then you had to have a penalty shot. There are stories that the late person was forced to drink half a liter of vodka in one gulp without stopping. So like after this shot, you would never want to be late again. So thanks God that I'm very punctual person. <laughs> yeah, you always come here. That's right. Oh, those Russians and their use of giant drinks as punishment. <laughs> so this tradition not so popular in today's Russia and you can be given penalty shot only at home party and it's only can be vodka, but not wine, beer or champagne. <laughs> So, we found out that vodka, whether we like it or not, is interwoven into our Soviet heritage. Like, movies, books, sayings, traditions, and whatnot. Like, that's true. And some people managed to make quite a bit of money out of marketing this idea. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. Oh, money, money. <laughs> Must be funny. In the Russians' world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. So, it's such a huge business. Like, Did you know that at some point the Russian government cut the minimum price of vodka? No, I didn't. So they did it to stop people from drinking substitutes and illegally distilled spirits. Because like the last thing I've heard is that last year they actually increased it. So it, I, I never knew they tried to drop the price of vodka. And I don't think they did it to prevent excessive drinking. Like, oh, vodka is too expensive. I won't drink it then. No, <laughs> right. I'll just find two more men, right? Buy a bottle of vodka for three and go drink it in a dark alley or something <laughs> like my grandparents did. Well, there is some economic reasons for increasing or dropping the price. Not sure it has anything to do with caring about the population. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree with, with you on this one. I don't think they think of us. I... I tend to be skeptical about, you know, this mm -hmm. one. Alcohol, like, is a huge part of our economy. It's a huge business. And there is a beautiful story about Russian entrepreneurs who were in their 60s and 70s when they, <laughs> yeah, when they started illegal business, actually. They forged famous vodka brands. They made 7 million rubles in four months. So, Whoa. yeah, the story. Really big money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. It's like $100,000 right now, but it was like several years ago, so it was more. And so there were three ladies in their 60s and 70s who like used... Babushka. Babushkas. Babushkas. Yeah, that's yeah. what you say in Russian. And um, yeah, they used to work at a vodka production facility, some factory. Then they got fired. The facility got shut down. Babushkas decided to return there illegally several years after. So they returned there and they started to make their own vodka and they forged really famous brand and uh, so what they did uh, they would load up trucks of vodka at night and send those trucks to those small shops that you can find anywhere in Russia that sell alcohol 24 hours a day seven days a week and they would continue to be honest they wouldn't stop but someone told 
to, to to this representative of this brand of this vodka label that there were some other people trying to make money out of it and so right now these babushkas are in court wow yeah so but I'm like I don't know they try to make the best out of the bad situation because many people drink vodka here and many people want to buy cheap vodka they and know how to do business yes they're great business women yeah, like yeah. come on they they're amazing and those girls were in their 70s Yeah, it's really nice. Thank for the stories because it's really very interesting fact and I heard it for the first time really. So if you want to become rich in Russia, welcome and start making your own vodka. But only for four months. And then go to prison. Yeah, so welcome to <laughs> Russia. <laughs> in Russia you go to prison. <laughs> so we are love people. Yeah, but we, it's like funny and tragic at the same time. Everything that we say here about prison and vodka, of course, I guess the same can be said about this whole Russia vodka relationship. For some people, a bottle of vodka is just a way to make money. For some, it's a fancy cocktail on the Friday night. And for someone, it's their daily struggle. So guys, if you drink, please do so mindfully, like I do. <laughs> yeah. Never never try yours, you remember? And tune in next Wednesday. Oh, and don't forget the words that you learned today. Oh yeah, so the first one that I think you love it, it's yours. Horrible mix of vodka and beer. На здоровье. Вздрогнем. Будем. To health. Let's shiver. Let's be. Russian ways to say cheers. And my favorite, штрафная. This is so beautiful, Yana. Thank you. Penalty shot. Drink it when you're late. Never do this? No, never do it for sure. So, all right, guys. Take care. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, write a review and share your thoughts. Also, tell your friends about this podcast so that they can bring a little bit of Russia into their lives. Does that sound scary? I think it sounds really great. Because welcome to Russia. <laughs> welcome.